Confidence is just a perception of who we believe we are. Confidence is a label we give ourselves. We are either a confident coach or an unconfident coach. Hi, I'm Laura, host of Expand, the podcast for coaches who crave more fulfillment in the work that they do, more meaningful results in the clients they serve, and more confidence to rebel against the traditional boxes our coaching industry has placed us in so we can expand into the bigness of what we're truly capable of. When you're ready, let's jump right in. Many coaches seek out confidence as if it's a destination that can be achieved. We, we often hold ourselves back from moving forward in various aspects of our business, various different approaches with our clients because we feel as though we haven't achieved a certain degree of confidence or expertise inside of what it is that we're doing. And we sort of hold ourselves hostage until we do achieve that level of confidence. The problem with this is that that level of confidence is A, totally, totally different for everybody. The perception of what that looks like or feels like is so subjective, right? So it's not really something that we can create a plan around. It's not something we can periodize. It's not something we can strategically ascend to because that feeling that we're chasing is never going to remain static, right? And the second piece to that is that Confidence ebbs and flows daily, right? Confidence ebbs and flows depending on what context you're finding yourselves in, depending on how you slept the night before, the, the order of client calls that you have in your schedule that day, whether or not you're feeling good about the content you're putting out, whether or not you're getting validated by what you're putting out there, right? Like confidence is something that is so affected by your environment on a daily basis. So as a coach, when we have this desire to feel a certain degree of confidence inside of what we're doing, I really view this as a set of handcuffs we're putting on ourselves, like a ball and chain that we're tying to our ankle and lugging around with us as if as if at some point we will find the key to unchain ourselves. Like it's out there. It's something that we can find if we just try hard enough, if we look hard enough. But I believe that this is completely false and that when we seek confidence as a standard that we must reach before we allow ourselves to experience bigger things as a coach, such as working with clients that might feel a little bit intimidating to work with or creating creating offers or programs around topics that we feel deeply inspired by, we feel moved by, we feel called to speak into, but we don't necessarily feel like a traditional expert in yet. When we when we allow confidence to dictate what it is that we do, we very often never move forward on what it is we're supposed to be moving forward on, what's really meant for us. Right? So when I speak into confidence with a lot of my clients, what I like to offer them instead is the perspective of what experiences can you be seeking out instead of confidence that will feel like a stretch for you, that feel exciting for you, but feel as though you get a little bit shaky when you step into them. 
right? Because I believe that the experience is what shapes the way we perceive ourselves and confidence is just an extension of that. Confidence is just a perception of who we believe we are. Confidence is a label we give ourselves. We are either a confident coach or an unconfident coach, right? And when we look around ourselves and we, we line a bunch of people up that are in our circle, it's very easy for each of us to point out and say that person is confident or that person isn't based on our own criteria of what that word means to us. So how can we extrapolate that? How can we look at our own definition and start to broaden it? Right? I think that that definition of confidence is so programmed into us based on our lived experiences up to this point. I think it's entirely dependent upon how confidence was modeled to you as a child. I think it's entirely dependent on whether or not you've felt successful, validated, worthy, um, like you belong, like what you have to say matters. And a lot of that is dependent on whether or not you feel as though other people have provided that validation to you, have made you feel worthy, right? We are. We're so programmed to look outside of ourselves to know whether or not we are able to feel confident. We're looking for other people, other things, other experiences to reflect back to us a signal to tell us that, yes, I do feel confident in this scenario because this happened, because that person got great results, because a bunch of people resonated with my message on that video or whatever. And I really, I really feel as though, I feel as though we need to start looking at how we can create more experiences that will broaden our definition of what mean, what it means to be confident. So by seeking out these experiences that feel stretchy is what I like to call it. Um, they feel stretchy, like you, you enter into them and you're your nervous system gets a little shaky, right? You know what I mean when I say that. You you take on a client that you're like excited to work with, but you're not 100% sure if you're gonna be able to guarantee result with. They're not your typical client. Maybe they have more um, emotional patterns going on or more mental patterns going on, and it's not just like your typical uh, cut and dry client. It's not someone who fits your, your traditional mold of who you like to work with, but but you know you would like to help that person. Like that, those sorts of experiences will, as a byproduct, allow you to, to develop the through line in which confidence is built upon, the backbone in which confidence is built upon, and that is moving you into a place where you can trust yourself more often, right? I believe that it's not confidence we should be seeking at all. It's really giving ourselves the opportunities to trust ourselves more. I believe that when we give ourselves those opportunities and we, we bet on ourselves, we give us ourselves a chance to, to thrive, to fly, to succeed in situations that aren't super predictable, aren't really certain, that's when we can foster a deep internal sense of I know that no matter what I come up against, I'm going to figure it out. And I know that I have the knowledge to back myself up. And I know that if I get into a position where I'm a little bit shaky and unsure, I have the resources, I have the know-how to figure it out, right? I believe that that is the deepest and truest definition of what it means to be confident. 
The most confident people don't have their shit together all of the time. The most confident people have bad days, right? The most confident people out there, the people that you probably look up to, they get shaky sometimes. The difference between them and you, if you feel as though you're seeking confidence right now, is that they trust themselves, they believe in themselves, they have something bigger that they're working towards, and that is what anchors them inside of their forward momentum. What you're witnessing in them isn't necessarily confidence, it's an unwavering belief in where they're going. And it's an unapologetic way of showing up and speaking into their message without relying on external validation to tell them that it's safe to do so. They trust themselves. They create an internal sense of safety around the way that they're showing up. And in doing so, they exude what we perceive to be confidence. But their version of confidence and your version of confidence are different. If you ask them, are you confident all of the time because you look like you're on fire, you look like you're crushing it, you look like you're just living the dream, how do you maintain that level of confidence all of the time? They're going to tell you that they don't. They're going to tell you that they have days that it ebbs and flows. They're going to tell you they struggle with self-doubt. They're going to tell you they struggle with imposter syndrome. They're going to tell you that there are very specific scenarios that throw them for a loop. Your, your ability to move through those ebbs and flows is where trust becomes so valuable. Trust in yourself, trust in where you're going, trust that you're exactly where you're supposed to be, trust that whatever you're experiencing right now, whether or not you like what you're experiencing right now, is what is meant for you right now. And knowing you're going to come through it. Right? Knowing the worst thing that could happen is that you don't take a risk, is that you stay exactly where you are, is that you wait until there's a, an, a signal outside of yourself that's giving you permission to, to unchain yourself and claim confidence. Right, like That's never going to happen. No one is ever going to hand you a slip of paper that says, you get to be confident now because you got enough certifications or you get to be confident now because you know more than a lot of people or you get to be confident now because you got 100 likes on that last Instagram post. Like, no, that, all of that, those metrics, all of that external validation seeking, that's all bullshit. Feeling confident comes down to do you trust yourself? Are you willing to put yourself inside of experiences that feel like a stretch? And how willing are you to allow your daily confidence to ebb and flow without letting that define who you are? Without letting that hold you back from moving forward? Right? So I really invite you to look at your relationship with confidence. Have you, have you been using that as a scapegoat? Have you been using that as an excuse not to move forward on big ideas you have? Have you been using that as an excuse to sign up for another certification instead of just working with your clients the way you know how to already and allowing the experience of holding people in bigger spaces shape who you are as a coach?
99% of you listening right now do not need more education about nutrition. Your confidence as a coach is going to come from putting yourself in positions where you don't know the answer, where you don't know what question to ask, where you don't know where to take them next and trusting that you're going to figure it out and that you have the resources to help you. It's going to come from taking messy action inside of those conversations. It's going to come from holding really uncomfortable space for your clients to be emotional and to not immediately fix them. These are the intangibles. This is the art of what it means to be a coach. And that is where confidence is born. So I invite you to look at what is my relationship with confidence? How am I using it as a way to hold myself back because moving forward feels scary and uncertain and I don't really know what's going to happen there? And how can we start to change your relationship with confidence? What experiences are knocking on your door that you're not answering because you don't feel ready yet? What conversations are you avoiding having because you don't know exactly how to guide them through it? You don't know exactly what the destination at the end of that conversation is going to be. You don't know exactly the right thing to say or exactly what questions to ask. What conversations are you avoiding? How could those conversations shape you? What could those offer you? What could be on the other side of them? These difficult moments as a coach, when we're faced with these, with these tricky client scenarios and it really challenges us, it shakes us up, it, it makes us look at our confidence right dead in the eyes and, and go, am I really cut out for this? It's those moments that hold so much power for you. If you can lean in and say, I don't know, but I'm in it with you and we're going to figure it out. That is the greatest level of confidence you can ever achieve. It's not about always knowing. It's not about always doing the right thing. It's never about saying the right thing 100% of the time. It's about being fully embodied in who you currently are and trusting that that is enough. I hope this shook something loose in you. I hope, I hope that this got you thinking about your own journey in a completely different way. I hope that this is going to push you to answer that knock, to open the door, to invite in a deeper conversation that's going to feel messy and uncomfortable and shaky, but also really expansive. And I hope that in doing so, you rediscover a part of yourself that you've been keeping chained up waiting for someone to hand that permission slip to you saying it's okay to let her out. Let this be your permission slip. Unchain her. She's trying to come out and she has something really important that she needs to say. I hope that you, you trust in her enough to hear it. Thank you so much for listening in. If you enjoyed what you heard and you want more, I'd love if you'd subscribe to my show wherever you get your podcasts. Good karma points for also leaving a review while you're at it. And lastly, if you're looking to dive even deeper, you'll find a ton of free workshops, mini trainings, and the details on my mentorship program, Trigger Mapping, over at laurapobrin.com. See you next time.